Opinions and ideas expressed in the following Moraine Valley Broadcast Channel recording are those of its creators and do not represent the views of Moraine Valley Community College. Hey guys, welcome back for Food for... Oh my god. Okay. Hey guys, welcome <laughs> back to Food for Thought. Today's episode, we're going to focus on the food industry and its effect on obesity. Uh, my name's Taylor. My name is Jane. And I'm Trisha. And today, um, this podcast is a representation of discourse on the obesity crisis. Mm -hmm. um, do you guys have definitions of d discourse so like the audience knows what we're talking about? Right. Okay. Um, well, you go ahead, Taylor. I actually found a, a definition, pretty uh, short and sweet. Um, discourse is a written or spoken communication or debate. No, I like that one a lot too. Yeah, mm -hmm. mine is a mode of organized knowledge, ideas, or experience rooted in language and is concrete context. So I think that one's a little more like in mm -hmm. like more examples and more in depth mm -hmm. but right. i like that one a lot right. too okay it's right so to it. mine is that it's essentially a formally organized discussion between a group of people such as ourselves for example whereas the speakers are cohesively expressing their thoughts on the given topic yeah so i feel like those are three good examples on um what discourse is and right. it's about any topic anyone could think of right so now that we know what discourse means i feel like we should understand what obesity is and how it's measured mm -hmm. so Obesity, according to the CDC, they define it as the weight that is higher than what is considered as a healthy weight for that height. And a BMI, um, I read this on the Harvard uh, School of Public Health website, that doctors can easily calculate the body mass index, which is the BMI, for the height and weights they gather in at each checkup. Someone with a BMI measurement of 25 to 30 would be considered overweight, while someone with a BMI 30 or higher would be considered obese. Okay, and we're like discourse and obesity lie together. We're basically going to talk about today is how the food industry um, blames or doesn't not, does not take blame for the responsibility and the role in obesity today. They mm -hmm. so the debate is basically um, personal versus environment. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about peer review ads, um, journals, TV shows, radio, congressmen speeches, things like that that uh, sort of go along with the topic of obesity and discourse. Yeah, so um, there's kind of like, we all sat together and we thought of the three things we thought of for each personal versus environment when we thought of that with relating to the obesity crisis. So for personal, um, we thought mainly like people go, it's your own problem, you have to figure it out. It's how you eat and it's how you exercise. While environment, we thought of it's what you see, what you're told, and um, like the income, because we looked it up in a lot, we noticed that um, with statistics and stuff, that lower income families and communities, poverty, are tend to be more overweight. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, because you think about it, like you go home from work or it's just cheaper and it's easier to get something to get fast something food. Fast. Right. Do you really want to stand over an oven after standing all day or working all day and cook a meal when you could just go down the street and get a sandwich? Yeah. And like, just like, get a cheeseburger or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, what? I'm just, I'm yeah, go. Okay. And then, um, I also found that from a quote from Think Progress, uh, Democrats tend to believe that both the individual and government are responsible for combating the obesity academic while Republicans believe that the on us falls largely on the individual. So mm -hmm. it's basically saying that Republicans tend to think that we, um, more it's more of a personal responsibility than an environmental responsibility. 
No, like I found a like uh-huh. a quote that fits right into that. It's from a congressman named Rick Keller. Mm-hmm. And um, in 2004, to ban lawsuits claiming health damages against fast food restaurants is typical in emphasizing personal behavior. And he says, we've got to get back to those old-fashioned principles of personal responsibility, of common sense, and get away from this new culture where everybody plays the victim and blames other people for their problems. So basically, he's putting it on the individual and saying, like, it's not the fast food's problem at all, mm-hmm. which is a perfect right. example of personal responsibility. Right. Taking initiative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's your fault. It's your problem. Okay, so. So then we had um, also watched an HBO documentary called Weight of the Nation. And we compared that with a uh, Nicole Arbor video called Dear Fat People. Yeah, perf- like um, the stigma part of it mainly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, the way the nation, they talk to people who are um, overweight and obese, and they kind of ask them what their feelings are, how they're spoken to every day, like what they go their through. personal, lively experiences. Yeah, well, Nicole Arbor, who's an internet personality, she made a video called Dear Fat People, mm-hmm. and she is basically saying, I'm being harsh because I care, and mm-hmm. she just um, spoke very mm-hmm. harshly and right. um, had many different examples. Do you guys want to talk about those yeah. two? Yeah. In if the Weight of the Nation video, one of the pers- um, obese people, they talk about how they know that they're fat, I don't know if I should use that word. Should I use that word? No, you're okay. <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> I don't know if yeah. they know that they're obese, and um, they don't need to be told every day just how she, Nicole Arbor saying that mm-hmm. she wants to say this and do make this video to help them when they already know. So it's kind of like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, don't tell me. Like um, I already know right. what I'm going through. And she has that sort of outsider perspective when she's not living it every day. And there were many people in that um, HBO documentary where they were saying, we live with this every day. We don't have to be told. Right. Yeah. And they even talk about like the people who take food out Mm -hmm. of their grocery cart. And she had that story um, with the the family on the airplane. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. she, um, I don't like, it was just so mean. Yeah, rude. And she also did where there was like this family and she had to wait a long time because they were overweight. So it took them a while to get through everything. And then she sat next to the son on the airplane. He was like over her seat. Mm-hmm. And um, it was. I'm she was making it seem like he was doing it on purpose when in reality he can't control that he's invading her space. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's really not even that big of an issue. You kind of just got to deal right. with it. Exactly. Like, what? what is he going to do? Right. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I know. And the parking lot thing that you brought mm-hmm. up, Jean. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about that? Oh, yeah. Um, Nicole made a very um, impressionable point when she was talking about um, basically saying that we um, provide crutches to obese people and calling them disabled and saying that their parking lot shouldn't be at the front of the parking lot, it should basically be at the back so that they get the exercise and walk to the front of the grocery store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just about like a kind of like outside view. How mm-hmm. And her video is out in the media and she refuses to apologize for right. it because she thinks that she's helping people. Mm-hmm. And it's just another thing of like deflecting and people saying what they want. 
I thought it was very interesting in the HBO documentary where many of the people who are being interviewed feel like it's become socially acceptable to bully people if they're obese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just they feel like they have to. They're gonna mm-hmm. go outside their home and they should. They just already expect it from right. outside people. Mm-hmm. And I just think that a big possibility with the Nicole Arbor video. I think a lot of her videos going through the topics she chooses to focus on it's more controversial so I feel like she's she could be doing everything she's doing just for the media just for likes for views for more publicity oh you know totally mm -hmm. yeah like I would I mean there are some people out there today that think crazy and think that don't have any you know sensitivity in their heart to other people but I it's hard for me to believe that Mm -hmm. she honestly believes and thinks what she's saying is right Mm -hmm. yeah and it's just people do anything for the popularity or like they Mm -hmm. said the views the publicity Mm -hmm. so and she put a better way to get it yeah and she put it all on exercise and personal responsibility right which I feel like people who are in the public eye kind of do that often like we Mm -hmm. talked about um the lobbyist Rick Berman, um, mm-hmm. doc, aka Doctor Evil, right. who has—he's a lobbyist against many organizations. For those who don't know him, he mm-hmm. runs a public relations company called Berman and Co. He has uh, made many ads attacking government regulations, especially dealing with food. And he's just a big example of personal responsibility exercise, especially because he's funded by the food industry mainly. Right. And we have a commercial mm-hmm. we wanted to play for the viewers just to show basically what his ads are showing people and like what they're making mm-hmm. people believe hey, make sure your microphone okay. is facing yeah there we go there everywhere you, go. you turn somebody is telling us what we can eat it's getting harder just to enjoy a beer on a night out do you ever feel like you've always been told what not to do Find out who's driving the food police at consumerfreedom.com. And Consumer Freedom is just one of his many examples of how the food, how it's personal, like personal responsibility and the government telling you what to do just to show people like you can do what you want and like not to Mm -hmm. listen to them. Yeah. And I know visually you couldn't see the video but it was very much very graphic in portraying how, how human instinct doesn't that. like to be challenged. Mm-hmm. If, if someone sets out to do something, they're going to do that. I'm going to eat this hot dog and no one's going to tell me what to do. Like, that's their mindset. Yeah, and way. the whole video was someone trying to eat something and yeah, a uh, hand coming out, out taking yeah. it right. out. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, yeah, human instinct doesn't like to be challenged is a mm-hmm. big thing with that because what you want to do, you feel like you should be able to do mm-hmm. just to cut in we're about at 11 and a half minutes oh god okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. i know right it's crazy okay let's try to get through we'll just this. keep going yeah it's fine and mm-hmm. we'll just cut out what we don't think we need uh-huh yeah wow just i know right the, yeah i feel and like and then, then we'll just, just mm-hmm. edit it completely yeah. so i don't mm-hmm. think we should worry about the time yeah well, we nah. should but like i just know. want to let you guys know. yeah no good mm-hmm. to know yeah. so we know we're doing pretty good guys mm-hmm. okay so we have that we have rick berman no, we, we are going on to um, PepsiCo, PepsiCo and, uh, which is another big example of 
personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. And um, we looked at this and we found a quote from her from by the New Yorker. Mm-hmm. And so this is the CEO of PepsiCo. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was in an interview and someone, they were talking about kind of whose responsibility about the obesity crisis. Right. And she, her quote was, the real challenge is, instead of sitting down and figure out who is responsible specifically, why don't we say we need to be part of the solution? Again, deflecting their responsibility. Putting it on the individual. Yeah, taking no yes. part on what they do to America and how they're a big reason our population is, you know, obese. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just, it's not their, like, problem, but they should work to be part of the solution. I don't know. It's just, like, we didn't do anything wrong, mm-hmm. but we want to help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got her, and we have Susan Neely, who we wanted to talk about, too, mm-hmm. who is uh, a lobbyist. Uh, she works at a lobbyist group, Beverage Association, which is another thing funded by right. the food funded industry. Funded by the food industry. Who, which lobbyists are people who... Are getting who are paid by different companies to go and get their bills or things to help them out mm-hmm. um, and influencing Congress people. So it goes like food company, lobbyist, government, mm-hmm. and how they can try to curve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It all goes back to being paid by the food mm-hmm. industry. And she was also confronted by um, just a spokesperson trying to see her input on obesity and beverages. Right? Yeah, in the weight of the nation, we yeah, watched the that. Of the nation. Yeah, and she—I remember viewing her, and she looked troubled in answering the questions because she had to, of course, represent her company, right, and defend them. But how can you go about doing that, knowing that you're lying? There's going to be a backlash mm-hmm. to it. Exactly, be repo- repercussions. And she just deflected the whole time. We yeah. tried to change the I subject. Think she mm-hmm. Changed it about more. Exactly. It again, more towards exercise and less TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of focusing on, you know, her government or her government, her company's mm-hmm. responsibility. Input yeah. In the issue. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And to you looked up. Um, Michael Bloomberg, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to so talk about him? He was the mayor of New York, and he um, he limited to the six ounce, 16 ounce of the size of sugary drinks sold in restaurants, movie theaters, stadiums, and arenas. So basically, he was just like trying to limit the amount of soda that you could um, that you could purchase and drink, consume at one time. Mm-hmm. So, and it actually showed that. He, he, instead of bringing it, the proposal to the city council for a vote, the administration sent the bo- sent it to the Board of Health. So that kind of right there just shows that instead of, show, instead of bringing it to city council and involving the government, involving politics, involving people that I'm sure, like you said, it's all a circle. It's all about, like, the government funding, you know, like, the food beverage beverages and mm-hmm. then everything like that so to see that he bring it to the administration of health instead yeah and it's all about like he got shut down really fast mm. right because the food industry didn't like it and they got the public not to like it so it basically goes back to food industry public and lobbyists the numbers to exactly back to the government the voice association mm-hmm. to like coca-cola Pepsi, all that mm. they quoted that it um it allegedly interfered with the consumer's choice yeah, and the consumer's choice. Mm-hmm. So their choice to have bigger drinks, to mm-hmm. buy more. And he fought it. Mm-hmm. He fought it. So and they're based, I don't know, they're just basically saying 
we have a choice to consume their products, but they also want us to make the choice so they're not being blamed to exercise and to involve less TV. So it's kind of like how Jane said, like wishy-washy, like, yeah, like you want us to consume something that's feeding into us being obese, Mm -hmm. but you, and then you want us to supposedly exercise and balance it out, balance it out supposedly. Yeah. And it's just like the food industry Mm -hmm. shutting it down Mm -hmm. because they don't like it and they curve government a lot. And we saw that with Michelle Obama when she Mm -hmm. um, did her let's move campaign in the beginning of the campaign. Mm -hmm. It was like, it it was, yeah, it was food and Mm -hmm. what you eat. Yeah. And exercise was moved into that. But then as she went on, it was more exercise. Mm -hmm. Right. Because again, the food industry curving the government and curving popular opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you've got someone who's really popular, really famous, they're a figurehead for this, and if they're advocating for it and it appeals to individuals, they're going to get behind it right away. Yeah, they're more likely to follow behind the person if they're, mm-hmm. like you said, a big person in media and mm-hmm. they're looked up upon. Right. Yeah, and the food industry was able to do that with Michelle Obama. And the appealing to kids, we won't... Like, the food industry is able to do that as well through the McDonald toys. Mm-hmm. We talked about how when they started doing that, kids, they they claim that they're not appealing to kids. They're appealing to the parents. Mm-hmm. But you see Ronald McDonald's running around with kids. And the and Happy Meal toys. Yeah, and a kid, who wants, and you're a kid, would you rather get a toy, a meal with your toy, like a toy with your meal, or, or just a plain meal? Just a plain meal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you'd rather a toy. Yeah. So Yeah, and again, Definitely. the... Nick Day of Play. They mm-hmm. shut their thing off so you can go play for a day. Right. That's appealing to the child. Mm-hmm. And the exercise is making them look good. But is it that powerful to deter them from going to play a video game or turning on the next channel? Yeah. You know? It's just all about publicity. Mm-hmm. And, and with pubis- publicity, we talked about how... Um, we want to go into that. McDonald's. In the hospitals? hospitals? Yeah, we can go into that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Mc, like Tigo said, the McDonald's hospitals, they, basically what they did is um, McDonald's, lob- sorry, that's okay. okay. McDonald's and lobbyists of Cleveland, they, McDonald's gave money to the Cleveland Hospital and um, the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia to make themselves like look good, you know, mm-hmm. and for publicity, but also they're the, your option when right. you're at the hospital it's because they're right there. Mm-hmm. They have McDonald's in the lobby. Which you can to go consume. to get food, mm-hmm. yeah. and mm-hmm. it's all about publicity, right? Which, um, from reading the perils of ignorance, ignoring the perils of ignoring history, Big Tobacco played dirty and millions died. How similar is Big Food? Mm-hmm. The article by Kelly D. Brownell and Kenneth E. Warner. Basically, they took. Uh, a play they took tobacco's big tobacco's playbook mm-hmm. from the 1950s 50s, 60s which they gave money to dance troops museums and mm-hmm. communities to look good for public right. relations mm-hmm. um, and that's what the food industry is doing at the hospital mm-hmm. like McDonald's and the Cleveland hospitals mm-hmm. and so what is that playbook okay so the playbook which is basically the core of every all the examples we just gave. Mm-hmm. We've given a lot of examples, and this just brings it right back. So mm-hmm. they are right here. 
So the first one is focus on personal responsibility as the cause of the nation's unhealthy diet. Mm-hmm. The second one is raise fears that government action aspers personal freedom. Vilify critics with to- totalitarian language, c- characterizing them as the food police, leaders of a nanny state, and even food fascists, mm-hmm. and accuse them of desiring t- to strip people of their civil liberties. Criticize studies that hurt industry as junk science, emphasize physical activity over diet, state there are no good or bad foods, hence no food or food type, should be targeted for change, and plant out when concerns are raised about the industry. Real quick, we've just been given the five-minute warning from him out there. Okay, Okay. Um, cool. So let's just kind of wrap this up Mm -hmm. with So I think um, planting doubt is essentially the most powerful thing we want to look at with that because it's essentially like if you put it into a courtroom setting is the are the big food companies really guilty are um which brings it right back to personal responsibility right and the food industry mm-hmm. influencing those people in the government and the right. popular mm-hmm. planting doubt on whose fault is it mm-hmm. and big government we saw in the commercial that we showed mm-hmm. food fascists food nanny food police like mm-hmm. look at all this and it's personal responsibility mm-hmm. leave me alone get the government right. out and mm-hmm. it's planting doubt on your government on yourself yeah. on what you really believe mm-hmm. and it's from i think it's just all confusing this. everybody in a mm-hmm. home like you don't know who to blame like you're just yeah. thinking me looking or me putting together all the information we did we all discovered and put together mm-hmm. it's just thinking about how it's so controversial like you're saying personal responsibility but the people in that commercial mm-hmm. were eating foods that I guess you would consider since there isn't no good or bad food but they're eating higher calorie food in that commercial so a lot, like she said everybody wants to do what they want to do but at the same time we we don't want to take respons- personal responsibility so it's kind of like mm-hmm. what what is it we're you taking personal responsibility are we going to do what we want to do are we going to listen to the to the food industry and continue to go down this path or are we going to listen to the doctors and everybody telling us that it's their pro- like it's the food industry's um responsibility like there's just so many ways to go about it like to think Who's to blame? No, I totally agree. It's just all one big thing. And when you are unaware and you don't know the research behind everything, you Mm -hmm. think, Mm -hmm. well, if they can do it, why can't I? And they're telling me it's fine, then it's fine. You don't know all the influence that they have to Mm -hmm. make it look like it's Mm -hmm. okay. Right. Exactly. Because if I didn't know anything about this and I watched that commercial, I'd kind of be like, yeah, leave me alone. Yeah, leave me alone. Like, let me eat what I want to eat that's Mm -hmm. not everybody's. But then looking at it as a whole it's like you know it's all goes back to their playbook, the playbook and, and planting doubt exactly and it's mm-hmm. the playbook is basically them curving our mind like our view on mm-hmm. everything and these like core things that they have are basically telling us what we should like how they influence our views mm-hmm. right. and how, mm-hmm. like, there's so many different views Mm-hmm. that they give us mm-hmm. to confuse us just so basically right. we buy their food mm-hmm. and we buy more of it and they make more money mm-hmm. and then so more we buy the more money they have the more money they're able to give to lobbyists who are able to, to promote their to image promote yeah the commercials and uh, to everything. convince government officials to mm-hmm. change laws and things like that mm-hmm. 
So I feel like that's a really good yeah. note to end on. Anyone have yeah. any final thoughts they want to say before we end this? No, I don't believe no, so. I think we covered a mm-hmm. lot. I think we did too. Okay. okay. So do you want right. to cut out? Thank you guys for tuning in with us again, and we hope to see you soon. This has right. been Food for Thought. Our episode is... Food Industry on Obesity. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm Trisha. Taylor. And Jane. Thanks for coming, stopping by.